Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Tonight on Business Life, International Monetary Fund set to give verdict on state of Ghana's economy after proving some $600 million for the country over program performance. We'll bring you an analysis. We are in a good place for that engine to be cranked for us to see the jobs back and the projects being done. So that's a good part. What about the expectation of the business community? We'll be engaging them as well on that and of course engage the association of banks and of course we'll hear from them as well. We are residual carriers of risk in the environment and if that program enables these risk factors to go down, it means that the potential for us having some hiccups along the way is also, uh, will also be minimized and that should be good for the banking system. Plus, ratings agency Fitch pushes forward timeline for Ghana to emerge from default on its foreign currency debt to half year of 2024. We'll tell you why. Regarding Ghana, uh, Ghana requested a common framework treatment a little more than a year ago, December 2022. They have reached an agreement with the official credibility. We've got details of these and many others lined up for you. Please stay. It's a delight to have you on. I am Pius Kojobaka. This evening, we are going to be heavy on the IMF program because it is said to give its verdict on the state of Ghana's economy and how it has performed under the fund program. Well, this will be done after the IMF executive board meets later today and passes Ghana on its first program review. The board will approve some $600 million for uh, disbursement. 
The staff report will also give details on Ghana's program outlook and whether future targets can be met. Meanwhile, Finance Minister Kendo Furiata says the IMF cash will be advanced towards budget support. Because we are also fortunate to be able to uh, extend the cut-off date to December 2022, it puts um, all of the projects um, uh, in play in a sense that we can now get into bilateral discussions mm-hmm. uh, and, and therefore they are all encouraged to begin to release um, the resources mm-hmm. that are required for them. So we are in a good place uh, for that uh, engine to be cranked uh, for us to see um, the jobs back and the projects uh, being done. Um, so that's a good part. So that's a surety that. that because of this that we are going to see some of these major exactly. projects resuming as well. as well. Yeah. The inflation bit that you spoke about, right. how committed is government to doing what it has to do, food prices and all those mm-hmm. things, for us to see that trend continue because of yeah. the broader impact it has on interest rates and right. cost of living and all that. Mm-hmm. Someone said that starts with government in terms of the fiscal discipline. Yeah. Good question. I mean, so um, what is the evidence? Or oh, what else yeah. can you and, show and, as, and, no, as the person uh, that signs the check yeah. and when uh, a colleague, Minister so, George Afiokolo, comes to you and says that, Minister, you have to sign the check for me, uh, but doesn't fall in line with the budget and all the pressures and what's charity you give Then it to won't us. happen. I mean, we have moved inflation by, what, 31%, George? Mm-hmm. Uh, that took, you know, um, quite a bit of work and an ability to say no. Uh, I think the country is aware um, of the cost um, of inflation and much more aware of the cost of currency depreciation. Um, so we are aligned. I think there's one language, and um, uh, the Ministry of Finance is not here to be loved, but to make sure the community crosses the Jordan. Uh, and um, the consequences are quite there, uh, because in June... Uh, we expect a 300 million release in December, another 300 million. We can't afford not to have that, yeah. which means that the indicative targets, uh, the benchmarks uh, have to be met. Yeah. And in there is embedded the issues of expenditure, etc., yeah. um, that we would adhere to. Yeah. Um, uh, we have done it um, in the past one and a half years, as you can see, and we'll continue um, to do that. So those are guardrails mm. yeah. uh, for us. government to advance the funds to sectors that will stimulate growth? Um, $600 million is good money. It will help shore up our forest uh, reserves. Um, so the money will go to Bank of Ghana, who will then uh, convert the local currency for government to settle some of its obligations. So with the inflow, certainly money is like the engine or the oil of every engine. Once money flows in, if it lubricates the engine, and, and therefore the economy is likely to, to pick up based on this. Uh, some uh, contractors or creditors that are owed, I believe some of these monies will go to settle them. Um, there are some stalled road projects. Um, I believe some of these funds will also go into that. So the inflow itself is positive, um, and, and, and it's going to stabilize the foreign exchange. Uh, quite a lot. It's also going to help. Uh, you know, the rate inflation is also linked to the, uh, uh, you know, the exchange rate. When the exchange rate is relatively stable, we see inflation also behaving in that manner. So, 
it has broader macro implications for the economy. And when government is spending, it promotes further spending, it, it puts money in people's pockets, it helps uh, create more jobs, uh, etc. So this influence quite critical. Mm. Then also speculators, you know, when the, uh, there is a deadlock and the funds are not flowing in, some speculate and speculate that look, uh, the government is going to be cash trapped, there's not going to be enough forex to, to support imports. Mm. So they convert local currency into uh, foreign currency and hoard. So that puts on pressure on the exchange rate and, and that, that can also have negative repercussions on the economy. So and um, a whole, the inflow um, would is positive because it, it brings more money into the system, stabilizes the exchange rate, as well as um, reduces the turbulence on, on prices and, and inflation. And as I already mentioned to you, we are going to be heavy on this. Let's get more details on this meeting for my colleague, George Yafe, who has been monitoring this development for us. George, thanks so much for joining me here on Business Life. Give us more details as to what we are learning so far. So just a, big, a quick background to this whole IMF and the executive board numbering about 22 when they meet on countries in terms of approving funds and all the rest. They first meet and then they receive the report coming from the IMS staff and they have some number of days they have to review the report and take a decision on how, for instance, if for instance, Ghana has applied uh, for a program or they are reviewing Ghana's performance under the program. The staff will put together a report after the review, send it to the executive board. The executive board might need about minimum about three days uh, mm. to review uh, that country's support. And when they think that they are satisfied with what the country has done in terms of program performance, they put together their report and agree that X amount of money uh, should be sent to a country based on the fact that that country has been able to meet certain targets. And that is what we have today. Ghana last year applied to... Uh, get a fund program. It was approved by this executive board, and we understand that per the cycle, the timetable, at any point in time, the Ghana meets these targets. The fund has to put together their report as a staff, and the staff will submit that to the executive board uh, to review that report, and then they come out with their decision. All right, so uh, can we conclude that the board has met? Yes, the board met today. Uh, Ghana was the first. Uh, a country on shadow for the board to meet and review our performance. Uh, what we have picked up is that the board has passed Ghana in terms of how we are fed when it comes to the first program review. So as we speak right on the news is that Ghana has passed its first assessment under the IMF program. All right, so George, give us the breakdown of this $600 million we are expecting mm -hmm. and which areas... Mm -hmm. Mm. are likely to and, and, and so it. because we have uh, passed our first assessment it means that the board has approved that about uh, six about because you look at somewhere roughly around 500 and something uh, million dollars mm. that has been approved by the board to be disbursed to our country ghana um all other things being you could maybe about two working days or maybe a day or something so latest by monday little over $500 million should hit a central bank's account. Again, you also want to ask that whether in approving this, the, the board had any concerns about the economy. But now it appears that the major challenge or major concern now as we speak has to do with election-related spending. How is government going to be committed to uh, fiscal discipline? Mm. 
in an election year and ensure that they stick to the, the targets under the program, they stick to spending plans that have been approved in the budget. So that's a major concern for the IMF and the major concern for the board. And what is government going to do? What measures is government going to put in place to ensure that when it comes to spending this year, they'll stick to those funds that have been approved in the budget and even under the program? That's a major concern for the board, despite passing Ghana for them doing well on the program when it comes to the fair review. What we understand is that unlike previous disbursement, this is going to the Ministry of Finance for them to support certain projects that has been identified in the budget. So unlike in the past where these monies will come in and will go to the Bank of Ghana to support our imports in terms of balance of payment needs, these funds are going to the Ministry of Finance for some projects that have been identified in the budget. So infrastructure projects, uh, social intervention programs, and all the rest. And that is where the money will go. But it will hit Bank of Ghana, and they will give the city equivalent. So if tomorrow, maybe Tuesday morning or Wednesday morning, the Minister of Finance says, listen, we want to uh, continue the construction maybe in Mantumankibu or something. There's supposed to be a counter uh, funding or maybe a government support, maybe about uh, $50 million. Mm. The Bank of Ghana will look at the city equivalent of that $50 million, and they will transfer that amount of money to that contractor or to the Ministry of Finance for that money uh, to be paid at Paris. And, and I know how important this development is to uh, donor partners, mm-hmm. i.e. the World Bank and what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what signal do you think this sends to them? Funny enough, or well, that's an interesting... Yesterday, the World Bank uh, actually released a statement saying okay. that based on Ghana passing this test they are also going to, or maybe being able to reach a deal with these bilateral creditors, which is very critical when it comes to the IMF board meeting to approve our program. They are also going to move to approve about $300 million uh, for, again, budget support. And these are going to go to projects that government has identified and it's 2023 and 2024 budget, and that is what they're going to use these monies for. And so we, for, from the World Bank perspective, they are going to meet all things being equal, January 25, 2024, to again look at Ghana's program and advance this money. That is just one part of it. We also understand that about $250 million would go to the Ghana Financial Stability Fund that is meant to support financial institutions that were hit badly uh, by the domestic direction program. We also understand some other donor partners as well, like Germany and those who are supporting us in the area of energy and some social intervention programs. Based on this action, and for this new just coming, we suggested that we have passed our first review from the IM board and they have uh, approved our first uh, review program that we passed. It means that all these other donors, based on this report, they are also going to move to advance some support. And for most of these investors out there, it mm. is not about the money. It's about the commitment to fiscal discipline. And that is what will stimulate that extra funding from all these other investors and donor partners to come in and support the recovery of the Ghanaian economy. Talking about fiscal discipline, do you think that government, you know, as it stands now, is in the capacity to, you know, stand this ground to say, yes, I'll be fiscally prudent? I mean, and some will say that, yes, words. How would you take words? Are you that serious? In an interview with the finance minister, he, he promised that when it comes to being fiscal uh, prudence with finances and election year, he's promised. But some will see that time will tell whether we can take his words serious or not. We've had this challenge before in 2016, that's time to be corrected, mm. where after September, 
we saw the blips. And some would say the last quarter or the last two or three months before elections, that is where the real test is. Faced with the challenge of losing an election and whether they are still going to be prudent when it comes to expenditure. So the finance minister has. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder. La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Even as a promise. Well, that is what he's saying. Time will tell whether indeed he's really committed to being disciplined when it comes to expenditure. That funds that have not been budgeted for, projects that have not been budgeted for, is he still going to release funds? What happened in previous years where in the last quarter of the year, we see that things go haywire. Mm. Time will tell. Time will be the major indicator here if government is really committed. And if you, if, when the report comes from the IMF board, one of the things they will be highlighting is about spending and being prudent in an election. That's a major challenge for mm. them. And so let's see. Time will be the most important thing here, and it's not about words or assurance. Uh, I'm wondering what next for government under this IMF program, George. So what next for government is that they're going to move to the second review. And one critical thing that will be very, very important when it comes to the second review has to do with the negotiations uh, with the eurobond holders and the bilateral credit. Don't forget that what has happened when it comes to the bilateral creditors, that is just an agreement on terms to restructure the debts. They have not finalized uh, these debt restructuring again. That is why the Minister of Finance is going to go to China and engage them. And that is why on Monday, the government team will be engaging the euro bond holders as well as the institutional bond holders as well to try and negotiate. So that is where they'll be moving around because that is needed for that review somewhere in April as well. And many people should know that it is not just about the funds coming in. For the donors out there, they are looking at government's commitment to the program and being disciplined when it comes to dealing with all those excesses and not just the money. So for a lot of these investors out there, for the donor partners out there, how committed are these private investors in giving that financial assurance? And that will depend on how government is able to reach a deal with these bilateral creditors and these euro bond holders and these commercial or institutional bond holders when it comes to country Ghana in trying to restructure uh, more than $15 billion when it comes to debt that government owes these partners or these investors. Even before we go to the business community, George, um, do you think that ultimately this would have great impact on the number of times we have to struggle to get the buying of our external credit? Engage some of these private businesses out there, David Ofosudote, Business Strategies, a consultant, and he tells you how a lot of businesses out there were just waiting for this IMF board meeting or the IMF's assessment of government's commitment to this program and implementing those fiscal reforms before they come in. A lot of some, some big projects or some even big FDIs were on hold. And so for them, they are waiting for the verdict of the IMF about government's commitment to the program and the targets and before they react. So getting this, obviously, we'll see some funds inflow. We'll see the other institutional investors that were sitting on the fence to see that what the government is going to do or government is going to show some commitment to fiscal discipline and they'll come on board. So we might see some unwinding, but for many people, again, it comes back to getting the buy-in of these institutional investors when it comes to restructuring our debts mm. and being disciplined 
in an election year. Thank you very much, George. Your face, my colleague here at Joy Business, and of course, breaking it down for us. And of course, again, shall follow up on that um, big announcement to be made in the coming hours. Now, a while longer with this issue, what about the expectation of the business community? Well, the chief executive of the Ghana Association of Banks, John DeWatt, tells Joy Business the development may go a long way to improve the environment to support the operations. Any good progress on the IMF program is good for the economy. Why did we go into this program in the first place? That we perform, we meet certain benchmarks, and you know, IMF will respond by providing the funding to help us you know, sustain our operations in terms of the, the, the economy. Um, so to the extent that, um, of course, we've had some delays already, um, but better late than never, we are told that the funding is almost imminent. And when it comes, it you know, adds up to our reserve portfolio in terms of a country foreign currency reserves. And the central bank will be um, more capacitized to be able to or mediate or intervene in the FX market, make sure that when there are hiccups or pressures in the FX environment, you know, they provide the needed assistance to weather the storm. So um, the IMF program and the success um, that we are all looking for is for the good of the economy. And as banks, um, as participants in the economy, um, we are residual carriers of risk in the environment. And if that program enables these risk factors to go down, it means that the potential for us having some hiccups along the way is also, uh, will also be minimized, and that should be good for the banking system. As you try and wrap up on this internet, another critical thing which I want to get from you has to do with the, what this also will mean for your international partners and credit lines and also international transactions and all that, because just three weeks ago, a month ago, I engaged some businesses who said that the uncertainty about even us getting this bilateral deal closed and even the next tranche saw some brief hold on a lot of international transactions as well. For these commercial banks, your international partners, international lines as well, and this also de-risking that concern, how would that also mean uh, for the banks going forward? Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, um, global markets you know, relies very much on information and uh, confidence in that information and trust in that information. So if you said we're going to meet certain ben benchmarks by certain periods, I'm sure there were some people who were holding us to those performance benchmarks. So any delays may, will not be um, um, a good development for the country. That is why, you know, the, with the update that we have received, we are happy because the market needs that kind of information, they need that confidence, that trust, that when we say we are going to do this, um, uh, we'll do whatever it takes. All right, so let's bring in the Greater Accra Regional Chairman of the Association of Ghana Industries, Chiona Mapelu, for more on this. Thanks so much, Chiona, for your time here on Business Life. Good news, we've made some progress in securing the second tranche expected to be released in the coming days, you would say. Yeah, thank you, and good evening to your cherished listeners. Yes, it is good news because um, I, I've been following your conversation quite keenly, and I must say that we've been waiting for this for long, um, especially because most of our businesses do buy products and, and import raw materials, especially from abroad. Most of them have to source for credit facilities in order to do this. So the, the confidence that the IMF brings to the economy goes a long way to support private sector as well. 
because it is the same measure that they use to measure government. It will be the same measure that they use to measure private sector in sourcing for credit facilities and so on. So if the confidence is high, the, our foreign partners, i.e. The, the companies that we source our raw material for, are also happy to extend those credit facilities to us as a result of how strong our, our government is. So we really are excited that we're, we're getting so far. Our prayer, however, is that government keep it part of the commitment to do the things that they promise to do and ensure that the confidence that we're going to build as a result of the IMF intervention is not only short-lived, but it's a well-sustained confidence and it has a long-term consequence. And so really we look forward to see how, how it pans out. And our view is that once we are able to receive not only the money, but the confidence, the financial institutions, uh, the banks that we buy money from, will also have the needed loan other funds in order to lend to the private sector. Because as it is now, we are unable to access a lot of credit from our banks. Mm. Uh, the, most of them will not tell you the real true reason why we are unable to lend to us. But our, our view is that most of them probably don't have the needed finance financial resources they need to be able to extend these credit facilities. So our view is that once this is done, they can have the breathing space they need to be able to extend credit facilities, which is what we need to expand our factories, because the, the, we actually really need a lot of capital inflow to expand. Mm. And lack of it is making us struggle and so a lot of people with great ideas to expand their businesses, they are unable to because they don't have the, the capital. And government being the creator of the biggest confidence of the economy, they are really looking forward to ensure that they take all steps they need to take to ensure that the confidence in the economy continue to exist. So all right. the private sector. All right, so Chenam, for you, I also want to hear from your side um, how you think this $600 million disbursement will translate to the ease of uh, doing business basically in the country, plus the stabilization of the exchange rate regime. Good. So, as I mentioned to you the last time, a lot of, about 70% of all the, the things we use, we have to import. Raw materials, essentially, we have to import. As you make a decision to import, the next thing is to buy dollars, hard currency. And so the stability of the currency becomes very crucial for us because we need to go to the market to buy the dollars. And the, the only way the currency is stable is if we have some of this cushion, the confidence in the economy and also the demand and supply of the currency. An inflow of that type of money will help us to achieve some level of stability. And also, once we can achieve stability, then it allows us to plan. Plan our, uh, our purchasing orders and plan the, the goods that we are able to uh, import, especially the, the cost of it. So really, it's, it's a good thing, at least in the short term. So our view is that the, the, the government should just take steps to ensure that these 
confidence is sustained so that it allows us to plan at least for the short, the medium and the long term. Because as it is now, mm. if, you're, if you're planning for a year, I can guarantee you that maybe out of gear because you are unable to tell how stabilized the economy will be in terms of the currency. But some of these interventions, especially an IMF program and that type of money coming in, will help us in a long way to plan, to plan and create six-month plan and, and one-year plan. All right. With the assumption the currency will be stabilized for some time. All right. Thank you very much, Chairman Fellow, for your time. He is the Greater Accra Regional Chairman of the Association of Ghana Industries, sharing his perspective with us on what to expect uh, from the business side as um, the $600 million uh, comes in. Now, but the good news is that we expect a joint press conference tonight at 7 p.m. to be addressed by the Ministry of Finance as well as the International Monetary Fund and the Bank of Ghana. We'll bring you that uh, developing story. And just so you know, Joy News Prime will start off at 6.30, basically on the back of this. We are going to break it all down for you here on this great channel, Joy News. Do make a date and, of course, catch us with all the latest on that. Now, let's touch on this final story before we part company. Ratings agency Fitch has pushed forward the timeline for Ghana to emerge from default on its foreign de currency debt to half a year of 2024 instead of the end of the year. Now, this follows a successful debt restructuring agreement with bilateral creditors last Friday. In its latest rating outlook for sovereigns and banks in Africa, the UK-based firm said that the country's domestic debt exchange program was successfully done Clearing Moe's default risks and Toby Owls is the head of Middle East and Africa, the sovereign regions. And of course, we'll hear from him pretty soon in our subsequent bulletins. But that's how we part company here on Business Life with me, Pios Kojo Baka. Don't forget to make a date with us at 6.30 for Joy News Prime. Do enjoy the rest of our programs. I've got international business for you. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este... Comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC.